Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Then Within on the Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, your other host and also a Thin Within coach and also Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we're so glad you're here today for our podcast, Thin Within on the go. I can't get that out of my head. I need to get one of those little things that push a button and it has all the cheering. Yeah. We're going to do that. Well, we are going to cover a pretty intense topic today. I think many of us can relate to this. Unfortunately, Mm. the question is, and we have heard this, Christina and I have heard this a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot of resentment and anger toward God for not fixing me in the area of food and eating. How can I deal with this? Oh my goodness. Have you ever felt that way, Christina? Oh, yes. Yes. This is really, um, this is a tough one, Heidi. (laughs) This is a hard one because I don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't want to talk about this subject. So of course we're doing podcast on it. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to talk about it with everybody, but this is a hard one because it gets to the core of our relationships with the Lord. Yeah, it does. Um, so this goes way deeper than I'm going to wait for hunger to eat. <laughs> <laughs> this goes way, way deeper. This is a deeper one for all of us. I think a lot of us don't want to admit that we might be having feelings like that. Right. The Lord. Yeah. I mean, he's God after all, he knows right. everything and right. he is everything. And, you know, I want to be submitted and surrendered to him. Right. But the truth is, yes, we have, I'm guessing most of us felt this way before. Right, right. And we're good little Bible study boys and girls, yet we still have these feelings. And, you know, we are in good company. I love to reference Psalm 88. The psalmist himself yes. poured out a lot of resentment towards God in that Psalm, Psalm 88. Have a, have a look at that at some point. Um, did. Yeah, he did. And it didn't well, end. It's not, it's not like God doesn't know our thoughts right. and feelings. And I mean, he gets us and it's not like, you know, he didn't suffer on earth and go through all kinds of suffering on his own. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Well, when I first began really focusing in on my thin within journey, I was working of course, with the holidays on the different writing projects and whatnot. And I finally asked God, okay, I've been at this, whatever, you know, trying to do thin within (laughs) for, you know, three, four years, five years. What is my problem lord which doesn't have a whole lot of grace in it <laughs> i don't think god was ever saying heidi what is no, it no, <laughs> but that was kind of how i worded it and mm-hmm. he was so sweet to respond to impress upon my heart that i had resentment towards him now it, whether it's resentment about him not fixing me or in this area or resentment about something else resentment toward god is something we we do want to deal with for sure and he led me to just really kind of dig in and get to know him better. And whether it's resentment about him not fixing us or delivering us or whatever we want to call it, that is a good place to start is, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know him better. And I know that made all the difference in the world. I was just going to ask you, cause you, you talked about how God impressed that on your heart. 
and kind of how he spoke to you. I mean, what does that look like for somebody who's never had that experience or who's never gone to God for something like this, uh, mm -hmm. inviting him in? What does that kind of look like for you? Yeah. It's, it's being convinced that since God's word says, well, it's even called his word. So that's a spoken utterance, you know, since God's word says that my sheep hear my voice, God says elsewhere in the word, all kinds of things about hearing him mm -hmm. that I have to believe that he's speaking and that I can hear him. If I don't believe that I'm going to, I'm going to struggle quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And so waiting on him, it might not be like sitting on a mountaintop and, you know, right. okay, until I hear the voice from the clouds, <laughs> no, right. no, no. But it might be just through a journaling exercise. Maybe I just open my journal with my Bible nearby and, you know, look in the word because he does speak through his word. We know that. But if his Holy Spirit is in us and he is, and I have the mind of Christ, according to first Corinthians two sixteen, which I do, yes. I should be able to, at some point, sense something that's an, an answer, a response to my question. I have to be willing. I think that yes. I have to be willing to hear whatever he's going to say though. And that's the trick is if I have in my mind that, well, God's answer is going to be this. And I won't even entertain the idea that he's going to say something over here that sounds like this. Mm -hmm. I might, I might not hear what he has to say. I have to lay down there. I have to surrender. I totally have to surrender. And so for me, it actually looks like opening my journal, taking a few minutes, maybe longer and saying this, is. I might even write the question on, on my journal, in my journal pages and, and then just wait. Mm -hmm. I might look at the word of God. If he puts a verse in my mind, I might refer to that verse. If I hear something in my spirit, you know, it's not something audible, but then I might jot it down and follow up with it later. And if I don't get anything in that moment, I don't stop asking. Mm -hmm. I continue to ask and I continue to be on the alert. God may use a song to speak his truth mm -hmm. to my heart. He yes. may speak to me through a friend, through a message that I hear, a podcast I might hear. <laughs> a podcast? <laughs> a really good friend too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you mentioned almost all of them while I was thinking, I was thinking, well, what about, what is this like for me? But over time, um, as I have opened myself up more and more to the Lord, opened my heart to him, my mind, my thoughts, I have heard him speak to me in all all those ways that you shared a lot of times for me, it's on a walk. <laughs> yeah, and I know, you know, this Heidi, and um, I will go on a walk. It doesn't have to be very long or, or fast or anything like that, but just um, so that I have privacy to kind of talk to him and he brings thoughts to my mind, thoughts that I wouldn't have come up with on my own ideas and insights and um, brings up questions in me. And it's, it's almost like we're having a conversation. Yes. Um, another one for me is going on a drive. Mm -hmm. I love to take my little VW convertible bug and, and take a drive all by myself and just talk to the Lord and bring things before him and ask him, you know, what do you think? I mean, basically it's just that privacy is what I need. And I also, it helps me to talk out loud. Mm, yeah, um, me too. 
Yeah. Not just do it in my mind. That's very hard for me to kind of stay focused. Mm -hmm. I need to talk out loud. Writing and journaling is also wonderful for me. And music is huge for me. Like you just mentioned, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe it's a song that I'm singing to the Lord. Maybe it's a song on the radio. Maybe it's a song from my childhood or Maybe it's not even a Christian song, some other kind of music, whatever. And God is speaking to me in that. That Mm -hmm. happens to me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just wanted to kind of bring that up because so much of what we're going to talk about has to do with bringing something really deep and important and maybe very painful to the Lord and then hearing him. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Heidi, we have to know who he is. It's mm-hmm. so important. And I never really thought about this before, thin within and talking about mind renewal and our thoughts and all of that. I never realized how important it is to know who God is. And I'm still learning <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. all the time. Well, and I'm trying to imagine being somebody listening to this podcast. And the question is, I feel a lot of resentment and anger toward God. And we just mm-hmm. talked about talking to God. Yes. And sometimes when we're in that place of resentment and anger, we do not want to talk. We don't care right. what he says. Yeah. And so I want to address that. If we are in that place of, you know what? You've let me down, God. I'm disappointed with you. You've asked too much of me, whether it's regarding the weight loss and him not fixing me, or whether it's a relationship situation or my kids or whatever it might be. Anytime I know I have resentment and anger towards God, I need to address it. I need to address it. And he already knows it's going on. Mm -hmm. So Christina, what would we say to the person who's like, you're talking about going to God, like he's a friend. And right now I'm not even talking to him. What would you say? Yeah, that's such a good question. You know, I mean, I would go, I would go back to who is he? Um, like who does he say that I am? And when I go, especially, well, I think in times like that, I will go to the new Testament Mm -hmm. and I will look at all the stories that are in the word of God that were placed there, inspired by the Lord for Mm -hmm. us to see how does God, how does Jesus specifically interact with people? Mm -hmm. Um, I need to see that. I need to hear it. I need to see the actual words that he said Mm -hmm. um, so that I can see this is who he is. This is the God that loves me. This is the God that wants to know me. This is the God that wants to be close to me and walk with me day to day. Mm -hmm. Um, And that really, really helps. I wanted to just mention the chosen For those of you who have never seen it, it's a kind of a newer series, and it's absolutely an amazing um, display of who Jesus is. That's Mm -hmm. how I see it. I was talking with someone the other day who was feeling this very same way, so much resentment and anger built up toward the Lord for all the pain that she has been through, so much pain, emotional and physical. And she said, Christina, I don't even know who God is at this point. Mm -hmm. And we haven't talked in ages. Mm. So we talked about that. We talked about his attributes and creating a God list. I also encouraged her to go and watch The Chosen. And she did. Great idea. She is excited and she is learning and she's really opened her heart 
and asked God, invited God to show her, you know, show me who you are, Lord. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Because I'm so angry with you. I can't even see straight. And yet I know you're there and Mm -hmm. I want to know you. I want what you have to give me. Right. Um, But yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Okay. So I want to invite our listeners to put on your sanctified imaginations with us right now. And so just imagine we're going to um, kind of lead you along in the what if tool. It's a mind renewal tool. We're going to use it specifically about the feeling of resentment and anger toward God for not fixing us in this area. So let's imagine the possibilities. What are the possibilities for why God might not have healed me, delivered me? Mm -hmm. So one of them might be, what if this brokenness that I still feel is to keep me close to his side? He just loves me so much. And I wanted to share a little story about this in order to kind of illustrate what I'm talking about. I read a devotional once by somebody who had been involved in actually shepherding sheep. And what he shared was oftentimes the little lambs, the young lambs, whenever there was a lamb that wouldn't respond to the voice of the shepherd, acted like he didn't hear it, he would, the shepherd would, um, this sounds so harsh, but would actually break the leg of the little lamb and then carry the lamb on his shoulders. And we've often seen that image of the shepherd with the sheep on his shoulders, that little lamb. And the reason being that the shepherd would take personal time with that lamb and the lamb would dial into his voice, dial into the safety provided by the shepherd, dial into the provision given by the shepherd. And And as time went on, the leg would heal and the lamb would be given his freedom instead of being broken. The lamb would then stay close to the shepherd because he had realized that that is where safety is. I won't wander anymore. So back to the, what if, what if my brokenness not being healed by God who can heal is to keep me close to his side and not wandering. Just a thought. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So here's another one. What if this brokenness is so that I can minister to others who have suffered like me? Mm -hmm. Um, This is one that I've thought about a lot with several different situations. Um, One of the situations that comes to mind is when my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease Mm. and we, we saw it coming, you know, you see the signs coming very subtly for quite a few years before you're actually there with the tests and the, you know, neuropsychologist or psychiatrist and all of those things. Um, But that I remember just thinking, no, 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 Lord, please let this not be true. Mm-hmm. This is going to be years of suffering. Mm-hmm. Have you really chosen this for my family? 
than my mom, who actually is already a, a very difficult person and struggles in many ways with depression and anxiety. Have you chosen this for her or allowed it to happen? And I remember just thinking, wow. And then we did. We walked right into that and a season of about 10 years, really, um, that was very challenging, but also very full of blessing. And wow, I mean, I have a story to tell now. And yeah. I can't tell you how many people have um, asked me, you know, how did you do it? How did you get through it? And yeah. I'm now in it. And my dad has Alzheimer's or my mom or my aunt has dementia or, you know, talk to me about that. Can you walk me through it? And wow, I mean, that's an amazing thing. You know, God didn't put us on this earth to have an easy peasy life. I mean, I wish, <laughs> I wish that he had, I mean, you know, I, sometimes I just ask him, oh Lord, can't life just be easier, mm. but his purposes are not about life being easy. Mm -mm. His purposes and his plans are all about our hearts mm. and other people's hearts and our relationships with him. Um, and so, I, I mean, I can hardly think of an experience. I can think of a few others for sure, but that one drew me into dependence with the Lord uh, out of just desperation. It was so hard. Um, I didn't think that I'd be able to make it through mm. at times. And then I was so surprised by the sweet blessings that came along the way. Mm. Um, blessings that I could never have imagined. Right. So that's a big what if for me, for sure. I think about that one often. Yeah. So the very brokenness that you are experiencing, that God seems to be standing off and away from fixing might be in part a training ground for you mm -hmm. so that you can minister to others when you come to the other side of it, or when you are farther down the road mm -hmm. of breakthrough, you will be able to shine the light for others. And that's a beautiful thing because we see redemption in our brokenness. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't know, it's a wonderful thing to get well, to experience. And Heidi, you were a person that had gone through some of that before I did. Mm -hmm. And so you, and then you walked me through the whole thing and prayed me through the whole thing. Um, and so that's, that's a perfect example. You know, you mm -hmm. did that for me and I'm able to do that for others now. And yeah, awesome. that's really, that lines right up with God's plans and purposes for yes. reaching his people, loving his people and right. loving us as well, growing us. Right. Um, yeah. So that's definitely, that's a big one for me. <laughs> Another what if that, and, and we can continue what if and go all kinds of directions with it, but mm -hmm. um, this is the last one we'll share right now before going on to some other thoughts on this topic. What if this struggle is so I can really learn that God's grace is mm -hmm. sufficient and that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if, if it's, 
if you guys are reminded of the apostle Paul, who said that he had a thorn in his flesh and that he asked God three times to deliver him from it. We don't know what that was referring to, but the answer God gave him each time was a no answer. Mm -hmm. And it was my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. Mm -hmm. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And Paul said, so I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness for when when I am weak, then I'm strong. And we get a chance, an opportunity to experience God's strength somehow in this very weakness with food eating in our body image. It, it's not easy, but it is what God has in mind. Certainly, as long as I'm on this path of healing, God wants me to experience that his grace is sufficient and that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I was just thinking the other day, well, I guess it's been a couple of weeks. I went back to the Alzheimer's center uh, where my parents and both ended up and eventually passed away in the last couple of years. And I walked around the pond and I thought, wow, Lord, Lord, you met me at this place in the mm -hmm. most amazing ways he mm -hmm. met me in my weakness, in my inadequacy, in my desperation, in my sorrow mm -hmm. again and again and again in that place. And it's one of my favorite places to go now and just mm -hmm. remember and remember his faithfulness mm -hmm. and how he met me. And I mean, I how many days, Heidi, I just felt like this is impossible. I can't. Yeah this yeah. another day. Here's some other thoughts that we have on this topic too, though, is okay. Sometimes we have to just dare to speak to God with an act of our will. And when we're mad and angry and disappointed with him, that's one of those times where if we can just with an act of our will say, okay, God, I'm talking to you. I'm ticked off. I'm upset. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. disappointed. He already knows. So he let's knows. Just, yeah, let's just pour it out. Read Psalm 88 out loud to God and elaborate where you can go off on your own with something the psalmist has said, whatever it reminds you uh, of in your own heart, God can take it. See, I love that that Psalm and others like it, but that one is really super interesting uh, because what he does is God has captured the feelings of the Psalmist that are way spewed out all over the place. And he's preserved it in his eternal word. And he is saying, it's, this is not just okay with me. This is what I want to be a model for others. And to the point where it was a part of the songbook of the Jewish people. And I mean, that's amazing. Singing is amazing. about darkness is my closest friend. And God, mm -hmm. you have shut your mind to me, shut your heart to me. We feel those things. And so did the Psalmist in Psalm 88. Yes. So it's a beautiful thing to be able to talk to God mm -hmm. with an act of our will, no matter what we have to say, he's not going to zap us. That is like a step in the direction of being able to recognize his character mm -hmm. and the way he is towards us. His predisposition towards us is beautiful and gentle and loving mm -hmm. and compassionate. Mm -hmm. um, and so if we dare to do that, to pour it out to him, we can begin to talk to him about, okay, I have a plan for my life and it's that I be thin. 
right. And you aren't making it happen. Mm. And that makes me mad. I've tried this diet, that diet, then within I've done all of these different things and nothing is changing me. And mm. then we ask him, so what, and this is where I got to in 2005 or so, what is standing in my way, Lord? Mm-hmm. And then he has something to work with yeah. what's standing in my way. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that can stand in our way is this sense of what being fixed looks like. Mm-hmm. And if I think being fixed looks like a size 10 or a certain number on the scale or something else. If you have in mind that your freedom will look like that and you will never mm-hmm. struggle again. Yeah. The question is, is that what God's page looks like. Mm. Is that his heart for you? Because truly he's going to equip and empower you for what he calls you to do, what he calls me to do. Mm. And we have to be really cautious that our desire for our freedom is submitted to him. And because it, yeah, why would he give us strength and the power and the desire to accomplish something that isn't in his plan for us? I don't know. What do you think, Christina? Yeah, I think that's really hard, Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) It's really challenging me right this moment about some things. No, no, it's really good. It's good. And it's worth it because God really has what's best for us. He yeah. really does. I have, I have been learning this. <laughs> yeah, he really yeah. does. I mean, we think we know, we think I want things to be easier and I want my size to be smaller and mm-hmm. I don't want to have these physical problems and right. I don't want to have these relationship issues or whatever it is, or a different job or, you know, a different situation, right. or I want my kids to act a different way or I don't, maybe I don't want to have kids, whatever it is, but we think that we know. Right. And the key here is God's wisdom is so, so much higher than ours. His thoughts um, in the word are so much higher than ours. And it really is totally and completely worth it to trust him with that. Right. And it's so easy to let the world's ways of thinking lies really oftentimes come into my thinking. And that's where the battle is waged. And I resent God for not being on my my page. And my page was really written by the culture standards. For instance, Mm. you know, when it comes to food, eating body image, the world says I have a weight and eating problem because I'm carrying extra weight and I am apparently eating too much and not exercising enough. So the world tells me I need diet and exercise and, Mm. and then getting rid of the weight is the answer. It's the solution to the problem. But is that what God says the problem is? Mm -hmm. Well, because I'm going to resent him if he doesn't fix the problem, Mm -hmm. or at least that's how it comes off. And so what the problem really is from God's perspective makes all the difference in the world. And he seems to indicate that it's a stronghold problem and a stronghold problem is going to have a different solution, different Mm -hmm. strategies and a different answer. Mm -hmm. And so if I am feeling resentment towards God about him, not fixing me with this weight eating and uh, what I think is a weight food and eating problem or body image problem, maybe I need to look deeper. Is it really a food eating and body image problem Mm -hmm. or is it a stronghold problem? Maybe I've been throwing all 
all the wrong things at it. And maybe I need to turn to him and say, okay, there's something up the way I think about food, the way I think about my body, maybe we need to address these things. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll see that he really is at work doing a new thing as he says he is. Well, and maybe, I mean, what if that's why diets don't work? Exactly. (laughs) What if? Yeah. What if this is the reason that diets don't work is because they're not addressing what the real problem is and the real problem. And I've said this before, but those of us that have struggled with our weight and food and eating for many, many years, we know deep down inside Maybe we don't, maybe we won't admit it for a while, but we absolutely know that this goes much, much deeper than give me a list of foods to eat and how much and when, and I'll just do it. This goes so much deeper. And we know because we can't fix it that way. We've tried 2000 times, you know, (laughs) at least that was just the month of March. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so I just want to, one thing I just want to say really quick is, you know, this, what we're talking about, these, these heartaches, these issues that are so deep that we bring to the Lord um, with resentment, where we feel like, you know, how could you, Lord, how could you let this happen? How could you choose it? And in my mind right now, I have several of those that I could talk about. Me too. too, Heidi. Um, So I just want to say, your feelings on those things are absolutely valid. Those are real. We don't want to push any of that under the rug. You know, we don't want to sort of pretend or wish any of that away. And God doesn't want that either. He says, come to me. You are heavy laden. You are burdened. Come to me. I'm going to lift those. I'm going to carry those for you. I'm going to actually carry you (laughs) you through this. So I just want to mention that because I'm guessing that someone who's listening, maybe a lot of people who are listening are feeling the weight of some pretty heavy burdens right now and are maybe hesitant about going to God with these things. Right. Something we don't often mention, and I think it's key here, and we want to address it before we wrap up this episode, is some of us feel this resentment in a way that it's almost like we think God has done us wrong. Mm-hmm. And while we know in our good Bible study girl or boy head that God can do no wrong, mm-hmm. we nevertheless feel, yeah, but he's expected too much of me. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is where this might show up. One example is with this, he hasn't delivered me. And so what can we do with this feeling of God? You're demanding too much of me. You're not taking care of this. You're, you're just, you've, you've done me wrong. You've done me wrong. So, I mean, it's hard to admit that we are weak. It's hard to admit that we are not actually strong enough to deal with these difficult things on our own. Mm -hmm. But when we finally lay them down before him, there is this wonderful relief Mm -hmm. that his strength comes into us and helps us to do things and endure things and grow in ways that never would have been possible if we hadn't gone through something like that. Mm. And I know that both, both you and I, Heidi have seen this in our lives again and again, and that's precious. Mm. Yeah. And I do think that there's something to uh, the whole forgiveness of God peace as well, Mm -hmm. that 
uh, granted he has done no wrong, but if I have that sense that he has done me wrong, I want to bring that to him and see what he has to say about it. I want to bring to him. This is, this is a disappointment to me, Lord. I lay it. I like to journal it out. I need to journal Mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. This is a disappointment to me. I might list it first of all, because Mm -hmm. listing is easier and I can kind of do it with the attitude festering and it really gets real and raw. And I know he receives it again. Psalm 88 reminds me that he receives my raw feelings. He doesn't condemn me for that at all. In fact, I think he honors us when we bring him our raw feelings and emotions. He gave us our emotions. So it's not like something we have to pretend we don't have. And so as, as I write out my list of things, you know, there's this that you expected of me and there's this and there's, and then why did you allow this? Or why did you bring Mm this? Mm -hmm. Um, What I find happens is that like Christina said, there's a a burden that lifts. And then Mm -hmm. I like to include in my list of things, I will elaborate on each one, you know, say something to the effect of whether it's about food and eating and body image issues, or if it's something else, a relationship, I'm disappointed that he God allowed, he didn't stop the wandering husband or the wandering kid or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. I might, because I feel rejection, God, this is, this is hurtful to me because I feel like my retirement is destroyed. The Mm -hmm. wonderful retirement I was looking forward to, or because I know that if I were thin, I could get the job that I want. I'd be accepted in society and by the people that I'd be able to do more things, whatever it is, Attach it to that, elaborate on it in your journal or speaking it out loud to God, whatever method you want to use, just bring it and all of the attached ramifications, whatever it might be, and lay it at his feet and give him time, give Mm -hmm. him time. I think of Martha and Mary, and Mm -hmm. when they sent for Jesus, when Lazarus was sick, Jesus stayed put. He didn't come running to heal Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that must have been so painful, that wait. And then Mm -hmm. Lazarus died. Mm -hmm. Jesus waited until Lazarus died. And then he went. And so if God delays in responding to us with the comfort, with the hope that we are anticipating he'll bring, we need to just know that that is his way. And he has a greater glory in mind and Mm -hmm. believing that, believing that telling ourselves the truth, God, you have a greater glory in mind than me just being a size, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. or weighing X number of pounds. You have a greater glory in mind. You want to form and shape me to be more like Jesus, to be more loving of people that are hard to love. You Mm want to use me to minister to others whatever it might be, God has a greater glory in mind than just changing our physical mm-hmm. shape and yes. lifting that concern off of our shoulders. Mm-hmm. He has a greater glory in mind. He does. He does. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> we are so glad you joined us for this episode. Woo, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> That was a hard one. Thanks for hanging there with us. Yeah, and don't forget to join us for the next time we're together. (laughs) On Thin Within. On the the go. go. (laughs) See you next time. time. Bye-bye.